Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 352. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we do have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is... Use cross-channel marketing for specific campaigns. Look, do not limit your campaigns to one specific channel. Right, Take that campaign and spread it across your social, your website, your email campaigns. If you're doing any radio or TV or anything traditional, use that campaign in those areas too. Just make sure all the messaging is relevant and consistent. Boom. Please remember, we are your... Well, first, we're filmed here live in Houston, Texas. And Chuck and I, we actually are your friendly local neighborhood top Top position snatchers. snatchers. And our mantra is... Do not be a douche. All right, so we had a question or a request a while back to talk about Google penalties. Yeah. And you found... Found an article. Punch in the face to the good guy, Aaron Agwist. He did like a third article we done done from him and the good folks over at Search Engine Journal posted this article, five types of Google penalties. It's like a whole bunch of them, but five main ones, right? Five types of Google penalties and what you need to do to recover. We'll dig in, see what he's talking about. That's going to be pretty good. All right. Uh, if uh, if you have some sort of electronic device in front of you, you can do something with it. What, what should they do, Chuck? Tweet us. That's yeah. what we want you to do. Tweet us. Uh, use the hashtag Best SEO Podcast. Tag us in it. Yeah. At eWeb Results, at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back. Do all of our social networking stuff. Very cool. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, howdy, welcome. Thanks for joining us. We're going to be getting into the meat shortly. This is the potatoes. If you've listened to this podcast before, then you know what we're about to skip. Yeah, I follow. I was tired of following people, dude. I was following people back from last week who didn't get followed. Yeah, and and lots of retweets happening. It's like killing my iPad, which when I upgraded, it's old and is dying anyway. But um, so yeah, so we. Don't have to tell you exactly how to write the reviews. The way this little contest works mm-hmm. is uh, if we get 10 Shikos. The Shiko is the eWeb Results branded term for social engagement. It stands for shares, likes, and follows. If we get 10 of those 10 Shikos. and we get a review, then we skip the section where we tell you exactly how you can how leave you us a review, this. all the platforms, all that stuff. Just go leave us a review so we can avoid that altogether. It's mm-hmm. been working good so far. We will tell you how you can shiko us, right? Yeah. Share, like, or follow us on all of the platforms. We do have a profile, and the way that works is you just need to go to something like, I don't know, Facebook.com slash results, Twitter.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, or maybe LinkedIn.com slash company slash e. Web results. All of those will take you to our profile on those platforms. Please do Psycho the, us. the needful. If you've heard that before, you're probably working with people in another country. Um, <laughs> all right, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we are probably looking for you. We are looking for you. Yes. No problem. Go ahead and, uh, and leave an audio resume. The phone number for leaving audio resumes is 713-510-7846. We have a free comprehensive website profit analysis keyword comprehensive and profit like both like so you can get a website analysis anywhere this is a comprehensive website profit analysis and you can get that by going to our website ewebresults.com you click the green button you can't miss it free analysis click that and there you go boom um and then do we have any algo cat uh no algo cat we do not have any algo cat we're gonna 
finish off the year. Well, we could still squeeze in some news. The next two podcasts are going to be our 2016 year in review, yeah. and uh, so we could squeeze. Maybe we can squeeze something. We have some news there, work. but frankly, you know, like I said, Panda and Penguin are now running part of Google's core algorithm, right? And so there is no release, there is no update, there yeah. is no. You know, the only time we'll have AlgoCat moving forward is when they add something new. Yeah, you know, or or make a change to like the search result page or something like that. Maybe like a Google puppy. These all be with a P's, right? Yeah. A puppy. My other animal starts with a P. I don't know. Oh, oh besides panda and penguin mm-hmm. and... Puppy. Yeah, pig. Which is actually, yeah, pig. Yeah, I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got some news for you. I thought this was pretty interesting. Uber has their self-driving vehicles in San Francisco. That's great. That's really good. Oh, I had an interesting conversation with Nolan about San Francisco and he was talking about how San Francisco has their treat, right? This rice-a-roni. Mm-hmm. So when you're in San Francisco, do you just call it the treat? Because you, you call it, we could, we could easily call it the San Francisco treat. And be like, so is that real? I always thought that was just a marketing ploy by Rossaroni. He's a marketing ploy. <laughs> like, man, I bet no one in San Francisco eats from Rossaroni. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, this one, there is a, um, it's like malware for Android devices. It's actually called Gooligan. That's Google, awesome. Google again, right? Uh, roots. This is amazing. It roots up your device, and so it's it, it's installed on other apps, quote unquote legitimate apps. Then it actually roots your device, and then installs apps. And those apps that it can do will maybe like install an app and rate it, so that you actually Act increase like you, your ratings, right? Oh, that's weak. Per, yeah. <laughs> and then it's got like adware so that they can generate Damn hackers, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's a great hack, but yeah. come on, dog, really. I can get you a million five-star yeah. reviews. All you got to do is convince people to install this. I'm just, you know, there was a while where I was playing around with rooting my device, and it was kind of a pain in the ass. It's a little upsetting that you could just download something and it automatically, it automatically roots it, it installs stuff on it, and all that stuff. That's yeah, kind of crazy. When, yeah, when I had to watch four or five YouTube videos trying to figure out how to root yeah. my whole... Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't get it unrooted. I actually went through a couple upgrades. Yeah, like, no, you got, the rooted? Rooted? you got to go yeah. back to default. Wow. Um, we're going to skip this one because that is actually going to be what? News. Yeah. Uh, Amazon f- did their first drone delivery. Yeah, I saw that. It took them, yeah. what, 14 minutes? Yeah. That's kind of so the, some goal of five minutes. Now, this is interesting. Like, totally unrelated to anything. When you go outside, you, you, where does most of the heat escape from your body? When you go outside... And it's cold. Your breath. So, have you heard, like, most of it escapes out of your head, so you need to wear a hat? I have heard that before. Yeah, so it, it doesn't really make any sense, because it's not actually hotter on your head. Like, how is there more heat transfer? And I just read an interesting article, because I think these kind of geeky things are interesting. So, it turns out that the, the research that they came from is, if you bundle up... And don't wear a hat. Yo, then Most of your hat. <laughs> it's like, and then they're like, well, if you bundle up and don't wear pants, most of the heat goes out of your legs. Yeah, exactly. Your bottom half will be sweating, though. <laughs> it's like kind of crazy. Anyway. You know what I thought back to the drone situation with Amazon, I kind of thought it was interesting. I could totally see that rural. Yeah. Right, rural areas, yeah. great. Perfect. Downtown Houston, 
That's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Right, that's my part with the logistics. I, I think it will be a problem. And I'm like, man, like we're gonna have drone wars. Yeah. Like uh, deliver uh, it faster. Or not just that, like maybe too much too much what is it, interference? Right. Radio interference and things Potentially, like that. Yeah, yeah, if you got the you know a hundred people on one block place an order, which is possible in downtown Houston right. during Christmas shopping time. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> And they all want three day delivery or whatever the delivery. Five to ten minute yeah, delivery. Ten minute yeah. delivery. Yeah, that's you're, you're thinking December twenty fourth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, Amazon, are y'all open? Okay, get it here because I got a I got in trouble at home and I need to. Or Black Friday yeah. or any one of these days, you know, that could cause for an uh, increase in shopping. Yep. All right, so we you got some news? Yeah, got some news. Got some news. Got some news. Some uh, some more industry related news. Let's talk Bing. So Bing is making changes to yeah. their search results page. Google's already been doing the knowledge graph, so Bing has the knowledge panel. Right. That's what they call it. But cool thing about Bing's knowledge <laughs> panel. So sad. It is. <laughs> so sad, man. Couldn't you call it something else? Like information panel would be better than yeah. knowledge panel. Exactly. Given your competition. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so cool thing about the Bing knowledge panel is that if you search a company. Right. You may see. Facebook, the most recent Facebook post from that company in the knowledge panel. That's cool. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. So I tested it on us. I ain't see it, but I tested it on Nike and I did. So what's up? What's up with that, man? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We do talk about Google a lot. <laughs> we post a lot. Like, we had plenty of posts to pick yeah. from. Um, more news. Well, you're not an IG user. I use Instagram. Shout out to everybody on the face, yeah, everybody yeah. on Instagram right now. Who's used Instagram Live? If you have, let me know. I haven't tried it yet. I've seen it. Yeah. I just clicked it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It took y'all long enough. And then I haven't tried it yet. Um, but I probably will. Um, I'm going to test it Wednesday on the radio show. Okay. And kind of see which one gets the best engagement for yeah, me. because that's all that matters. Well, the thing is... Instagram Live works similar to the stories, so it's basically like the Snapchat feature, like a live Snapchat. Right, okay. So consider that, right? So it's not recorded and then going to Snapchat or then going to your Instagram stories. It's actually recorded live and then going to your story. So once they watch it live, it still goes away just like a Snapchat. So the engagement level is probably going to go down. Yeah, yeah, right? because be the benefit of this Facebook yeah. is it's going to stay posted, it'll stay live. And you can share it on other walls afterwards, all that good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. My last piece of news since we're at the end of 2016, here are Google's top 10 worldwide searches okay, in cool. 2016. Yeah, cool. Right? Pokemon Go was number one. Wow. <laughs> wow, but that was only in like the last three months of the year, right? Wow. Yeah. iPhone 7 was number two. Donald Trump was number three. Prince was number four. Rest in peace to Prince. Yeah. Uh, Powerball was number five. I would have loved to hit the millions and millions yeah, of dollars. David Bowie was number six. Deadpool was number seven. Everybody tells me I need to go see me Deadpool. Me too. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I heard it was an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, Olympics was number eight. Punch in the face to the people in Rio. That was yeah. a great Olympics. Michael um, Phelps for being the fourth largest that country in terms of earned gold medals. Yeah. Shout out to Simone Biles and, yeah. and those people. Houston, uh, H-Town. Yeah, H-Town, stand up. Uh, and Suicide Squad. So, oh, yeah. I almost kicked Will Smith in the shin for Suicide Squad. Yeah, was it that, is it bad? or No, he just chose not to do Independence <laughs> the, 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 oh, and and instead of, yeah. of that. And I was like, it's like Independence Day, bro. Yeah, like, that's one of your movies. You could do. That was a classic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, can't, yeah. we can't have... Can't do another Independence Day without you winning, and that's why it failed. 
Yeah. And we're like, Independence 2. Oh, ain't no wheel. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I'll go see Deadpool. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> even going to see Suicide Squad. I mean, yeah. you lose both ways, yeah. Will, for yeah. not doing it. So, anyway, top 10 searches. I was surprised that. Well, surprised, but not surprised. Right. The fact that Donald Trump was not number one and right. surprised that he actually was after Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of legit that yeah. he should be after Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that makes sense. Exactly. There's got to be a Pokemon Go thing a with Trump like a little Pokemon. hair, hair you know thing going. <laughs> with a little orange <laughs> thing jump out. You're like, catch them all. I'm like, no, I don't want that one. All right. <laughs> that's cool. All right. So we do have some review. Well, we have one review with a question, okay. and then we may get to another question. So I am going to have to read these fast because they're pretty lengthy. The first one is from Lilith Dorsey, uh, and it is, of course, five stars. It says, here's five stars for these wonderful guys. They consistently provide valuable information and amusing entertainment around a topic that can be difficult to navigate. Yes, it can. By the way, that was the title. <laughs> the uh, It continues, my name is Lilith Dorsey, and I am an author and filmmaker. I've been working hard to improve my online presence, and these guys have all the answers. That's nice. Shout uh, out to Aaron Agrius and all of the authors and the content we pull will help develop these answers. Since they asked in the podcast, I'll let them know I'm in the Guinness Book of Records twice. And kudos to them on their efforts to get in this month. Uh, punch in the face to you, Lilith. That's the first we've yeah. got. What are you What are you in the records for? Hit us up. Let us yeah, know. Like, did you win it? Well, she said she's in it, so I guess you yeah. did. Well, yeah, that's true. She's in the Guinness yeah. Book of World Records. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, hit us up. What, po- for what? Yeah, podcast or hit us up on Facebook, podcast at ewebresults.com. Let us know what you're in there for. Uh, let's see, this month. I do have a quick question for us. If I have a blog post or video promoting my new book, Love Magic, is it best to post that on social media or promote the book directly? My sales figures only come in quarterly, so I have no real way of tracking things. As for now, I have been promoting both the videos and the book individually, but sometimes I feel like asking people to watch a video and then buy makes too many steps before I get folks to the actual product. Mm-hmm. Uh, please let me know what you think on your podcast. I'll be listening and keep up the great work. Punch in the punch face. In to the you, face. What's her name again? Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. Lilith. Uh, first off, punch in the face to you. Phenomenal question. Awesome. Yeah, Guinness two-time. two-time world record holder. Uh, so let me give you a legit answer then. Um, first off, congrats on your book. Right, yeah. anytime you take the time to actually write a book and publish Love it. Love magic. Love magic. That's what's up. Your question entertained um, how you promote it socially or via video. Or do you put the video, say, hey, watch the video and then try and sell them or not? Right. So you do both. Yeah. Right. Video is going to be the easiest way to sell your book. I think you do that video in two places. Right. So here, here's your pro tip. Uh, put it on YouTube. Right. And while yeah. you have that video on YouTube, go ahead and add an annotation yes. to that video with a link to your site. And guess what's on that site? Where they can purchase the book, they can pre-order, they can click over to Amazon, wherever yeah. your purchasing happens yeah. at, needs to be on that page, and you need a link to that page in the YouTube annotation for that video. That's YouTube. Take that same video and upload it to Facebook. Like, upload it to Facebook. Yeah, don't, don't, don't share the YouTube yeah. link. You can, um, but, but don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Upload it to vi- the video to Facebook. Why? So it can automatically play when people begin scrolling, has them to decrease your engagement rate. More importantly, Facebook doesn't necessarily have those annotations like YouTube has, but you can post that link in the comments. You can post that link right aside the video and take the extra space to tell people click the link and make the purchase. It's okay to do that in Facebook. And then I would even tag your top 10 people in that Facebook video and literally ask them to share it because they probably will. 
Yeah, well, with a title like Love Magic. That's I'm in that same be. situation. I sell music uh, digitally, like on iTunes and Google Play and things like that. And yeah, iTunes sends me my reports quarterly. And so it's definitely a challenge trying to understand which channels are working. working yeah. And so um, I would say it's definitely stick to one. Uh, we'll stick to both of those. Push it consistently. Don't be afraid to be aggressive on yeah. social media. It's okay. Uh and then just look at the numbers in three months and make some choices. Yep, make some decisions and get focused. All right, next question. Um, wow, I didn't get this guy's name. Sorry about that. We'll, we'll maybe get it next time. Guy it says, "Hey guys, nice podcast. You should have a you should have an ask a question form on the website like some other podcast." Um, I looked to the, looked at the podcast. It's WTFFF 3D podcast. I couldn't really find the form, so it's not a bad idea. But we do also say in the podcast regularly, send us an email, podcast eWeb results. And this actually turned into an interaction on Facebook. Anyway, might use you for services at some point, not right now, but wondering if you have an opinion on this. I have a WordPress press blog, and I see some blogs in viewist po- guest as guest in guest post requirements. Yeah, say they will do a no follow on any links in their guest post. Mm-hmm. My site is set to do no follow by default, but a guest who wants to link to their site is insisting on a do follow. Sorry. I think in an episode you said that's a bad idea, but they seem to think that it won't get any traffic and it's not worth the link without it. Personally, I'm new to WordPress, so was wondering about your opinion. Uh, you can reach me best by email. Hopefully, we can reach you through the podcast as well. Um, punch in the face to you, Guy. Guy. So, Guy, appreciate your question, homie. Hit us up and let us know what your name is because we'd like to address you a little bit more directly. Yep. Um, but dig this, though. So, that logic is kind of like 20... 2000, 2005 logic. First off, in regards to the guest post, if you want to allow this guest post, make sure this guy's relevant, not a competitor, and not in your target area. Right? Do that yeah. first. And then if the content's good, he didn't scrape it or rewrite it or jack it from somebody else, then it's probably okay to go with it. Stick to your ground. No follow that link. Now, contrary to what he was thinking, back to that old logic, 2000, 2005, I was talking about. Back then, Google explicitly said, do not, um, oh, no, back then, follow links definitely had more value than non-follow links. They totally did. They passed link juice and everything else, which is why he wants it. But as of Penguin, as of these changes within the last four years, it's a reason Google has came out and explicitly said, no follow links. And so I want to encourage you to do just that. No follow the link. Understand, and you can share this with him, that that link will still get indexed. It'll still get passed. It just won't have the follow. And that actually saves you headache in case he does something weird on his site. And then you got to follow a link to that site that's doing something weird. You don't want to do that. So, so go ahead and add the post. Let him link out. Tell him it's going to be no followed. And if it's that big of a deal, then don't accept the post. Don't accept the post. All right, good stuff. Uh, punch in the face again to you, guy. <laughs> yeah. All right, that is the potatoes of our podcast. Yeah. It is time to get into the meat and a talk about our five types of Google penalties. Yeah, punch in the face to Aaron Aguis and oh. the good folks over at Search Engine Journal. He posted this article, five types of Google penalties and what you need to do about them. Right, well, and what you need to do to recover, more importantly. And so he starts off by asking, what is a manual action penalty? Right, a manual action penalty, uh, literally a map. <laughs> uh, but he says manual actions are the most common type of Google penalty you can get. If you have one, you should see a message in Search Console about it. 
he's right. Those are those are the ones you get. Uh, luckily, we don't get them frequently. Um, I have gotten them before, um, and it just sucks when you get one of those yeah. messages, um, and you just have to deal with it. And you will see those messages in your search console, ladies and gents. That's that's your old webmaster tools, right? They changed the name to search console, and so understand why they call it manually. So this is not an algorithmic penalty or, or anything like that. This is a manual penalty. You know, Google has engineers and buildings full of people who just look at sites and then they decide if this site's cloaking, if it has spam, if it has bad content or whatever it is. And then they apply a manual penalty if necessary. That's what a manual penalty is. So with that, let's get started. One of the first manual penalties. Number one is um, unnatural links. I've actually seen this one before. If you are right now, um, um, I don't know, uh, clicked on one of those ads that said, you know, get a thousand links for $10. Yeah, you probably have unnatural links. Or if you are participating in some link scam. I do how long ago you click that. And yeah, you, you still have links, unnatural links. You need to take care of that. Yeah, if, you, if you've done something like that, if you've responded to that email that some lame webmaster sent you that said, hey, I'm going to link to you if you link to me on this site right here with this page here, you probably have unnatural links. Look, he says there are two kinds of unnatural links, uh, penalties that Google has. You got unnatural links from your site. Right. These are you're hosting them or then you have unnatural links to your site. It's a little bit out of your control. Right. right. Unless you're paying for them, then you can definitely go and fix that. But the key here is to fix them. Right. You start wondering why you're why you're why you're uh, uh, ranking is dropping, why your traffic is getting low. You log into analytics and everything looks OK. You just see your graph going down. And so then you log in a search console and you get the little notification that you have a new message. You click the message and it says manual penalty. Added unnatural links. Don't panic. Just deal with it. If these are links from your site, good news is Google has identified them. And so you can click on the link and figure out what pages they're talking about where these links exist and either go in and replace them, fix them, get rid of them, whatever it is, but fix the links. Now, that's the easy part. Links on your site. You can just fix those. That's in your control. Links that are off your site. People linking to you. It's a little bit more of a challenge, especially if um, um, you're, you have a really old website and been doing SEO for a long time or, or worse, or maybe dealt with several different agencies and several different SEOs and everyone was using a, a different strategy, right? Then you may have some paid links. You may have some press release links. You may have some poor directory links. You may have all kind of unnatural links. Uh, now, this is going to take some time and some really just time <laughs> to go back and figure out. Because you can't just go and disavow them. Disavowing them is part of the process. But you, Google wants you to make contact first. They want you to make a request. They want you to try and clean up the internet. They want you to try to get those links removed. And if you can't, then send a disavow file to them saying that I tried to do it. I contacted them here. This is how many times I contacted them. And it still isn't removed. Google, please disavow this link. Long, tedious, and time-consuming process, but if you've been hit with a manual action penalty for unnatural links, I must suggest that you get started. <laughs> um, yeah, clean your links up. Check Search Console, fix your outbound links, and disavow those. Number two. Two. Number two is user-generated spam. 
Oh, oh man, yeah. this this is not as much of a problem as it used to be. Yeah, uh, but it's I different. believe that's the origin of the term "don't be a douche." Yes, the phrase, that don't be user, a douche. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, user user generated spam is is. So he says, if you gotten a user generated spam penalty, it doesn't mean you're a spammer, but your site users are. And as Google, and as far as Google's concerned, it's up to you to clean up spammy content people post to your site yeah so let's say you got a a, a form a blog or something like that and you're allowing people to post comments right right and these comments are loaded with spam and links to Viagra. links to all kind of crazy stuff and and porn and everything else and and you let you you're not moderating these comments you're yeah. just letting people post them and show them and now these comments are public not only are they public, but they are on your web page. Yeah. So it's like yourdomain.com slash blog post. Then on that page. I am a douche. <laughs> yeah. And on that page in your comment section is a whole bunch of user generated spam. Got to clean that off. Turn on Ask Commit. You're using WordPress. Yeah. That's kind of the first thing you want to do yeah. is um, use some sort of plugin. Even if it's not Ask Commit, which kind of works with the WordPress comments, yeah. um, you may want to use another plugin. I, I frequent um, Discuss. Yeah. Discuss will re- replace that with its own kind of comment management. And, but yeah. and it, it filters out. Either that or take it a step further and like... And moderate it. Moderate it is a good <laughs> way. Or, be, or you want to be really proactive depending on the type of industry you're in. Use a social plugin yeah. like Facebook comments, and that way those comments actually show up on Facebook, and that way they're already moderated. This person is already logged in, and you got a lot more ease of use, more shareability, and other benefits from doing that. Yep. One benefit you don't get from that is that it's not user; it is user generated content, but it's it's not really on your site. It's on Facebook. Yeah, that's the only difference there. But if you have user generated spam, check your comments. And uh, go delete them and then go back to Google and resubmit so they can remove the penalty. Here's a pro tip. If it looks like a nightmare to delete all of your comments, if you can find some commonality, you can usually go to a database programmer, mm-hmm. and we could actually help you with this, uh, and, and have them go into the database and pull out those comments or at least quite, uh, uh, mute those comments. The reason he would say that because all my WordPress users out there know if you have... Some comments spam. available. Yeah. Man, when you were logging, you ever logged in WordPress and looked at the comments and it's like, oh, you got 500 new comments? Yeah. And all, and probably 90% of those are spam. Right? What I tend to do is go in and just select all. Right? Delete. Well, I'll briefly scan just in names. Case. Yeah. i briefly scan names. Yeah. And if the name is anyone some I, I recognize, then uncheck that one and then delete all. Right. User generated spam was number two. Number three. Number three. Hacked site. Ooh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. How many hack sites you had to deal with? Not many this year. Yeah, this year we, last year we we could probably call uh, 2015 the year of 2014-15 was tough. Yeah, yeah. And but and you know, we're not afraid to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens. We build on WordPress. And so uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, you can have the most secure password and setup you want. But if your clients and everyone else using it and their employees change the passwords and they're using the ABC123 you're vulnerable, yeah, and you just have to deal with that. As a matter of fact, That's he's a Michael Jackson password, by the way. <laughs> 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 <ABC. You're going laughs> yeah. He says a uh, hack sites pose a threat to you and your site users, so Google wants you to clean things up. Yep, he's right, man. At the end of the day, just getting hacked just just sucks. I'm gonna tell you the worst experience in the world. Right. Go do a site search on Google, like site colon your domain name. Right. And do it for your site. 
Right. I promise I'll want my stomach filled to my feet because MoSeries.com it got hacked. And so I did the site, colon, MoSeries.com. And the page count was? Search. Page count was 10,000. And, and it was MoSeries.com slash Cheap Viagra. MoSeries.com slash Inexpensive Cialis. It was the whole. Blue Viagra. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what makes it worse, those pages aren't even real. Like you click it, it redirects and goes to a 404. Yeah. So, anyway, hack sites are not fun. Matter of fact, I think, I mean, Google does a good, at least specifically with Chrome, a good job of when a site is hacked and it's, you know, a potential phishing con- uh, concern, then they'll lock out the site. They'll say, hey, are you sure they'll you want to go know. here? Yeah. Which, which is good and bad. If that site is really hacked and they got malware and it's dangerous, great. Thank you, Chrome. But however, if it's just a, uh, maybe a brand new site, yeah. Right. We just moved the site from HTTP to HTTPS. And so it's really secure. Everything's good. But Google hasn't updated. Now you're oh, blocking yeah. my visits. Yeah, Google. you got to yeah, that, that clear out process. <laughs> you gotta go clear. There is one concern. So we've we, we've dealt with this a couple of times on actually on behalf of clients not hosted with us where they their clients told them that they couldn't find that they couldn't get to their website, that it was a warning. And then they would go type in their website and it was fine. Because the hack was sophisticated enough that if the traffic came from a browser, from a search engine, yeah. it would show the site. And if it came if you, directly, I mean, yeah, it would show the hack. And if you came directly to it, which the owner is going to do, they're going to type in the site, mm-hmm. not go through a search. Then it would uh, show the site if the owner went straight to it. So uh, a little bit of sophistication there. Just keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and there's all kind of hacks, right? He talks about different kind of hacks. You got spam hacks, which is the kind of hack I was referring to where they add all this fake content that you really didn't add. They got malware hacks, right? So someone hacked your WordPress site or hacked whatever site you have and just installed something that's installing other stuff on other people's system. That's malware. And then yeah. they got phishing hacks, right? Where, where people install something and it's not really changing information. Hard to notice but it's just collecting data yeah. you know and that's what you don't want it may either. present itself as a bank and start collecting you know bank usernames and passwords exactly so so check your site for hacks man check update your plugins keep your wordpress version updated we actually done something internally for all the sites we host where there's kind of a, um, a server level server protection. level opt-in that login that you have to get to before you can even get to the wordpress login yeah. and that is what I was referring to when he said two years ago we had a whole bunch of hacks. Because we didn't have that in place <laughs> We yet. had that in place, and it's hard to withstand a, a WordPress brute force attack. Yeah, and, and we tightened up on 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 our on our server so that if we get three or somewhere between three or five failed attempts yeah, out on of the website, then your IP address is flagged as a hack and... So we've had clients who have customers forgotten their who password, <laughs> right? And then they I call can't us log like, in. I can't. My site's down. I can't see it, right? Because as soon as we call them a hack, you can't even see, see the it. website. Mm-hmm. And so we just got to whitelist their website and their IP address. Really secure, secure way to kind of manage that process. Yeah. Take advantage, man. WordPress constantly gets attacked. Yep. And hacking is a huge problem with it. That's why they update all the time. Yeah. Number four. Four. Cloaking or sneaky redirects. And again, we're talking about manual action penalties that Google has. Number four is cloaking or sneaky redirects. So cloaking is when you're like, um, um, you're showing a certain type of content to Google, but if people go to the site directly, content is a little bit different. Right. Right. That's cloaking. And Google says, hey, that's a big no no. Show us what you're showing them. Right. And then the other one was uh, redirects, right? So you got a, a domain name. 
and then you type it in and it loads and then a few seconds later it loads again and shows you a, a totally different site totally yeah. different content totally different everything yeah that, that's that's not a good look that's very douchey yeah and uh and Don't be it will get you a manual penalty real yeah. talk redirects now dig this about redirects so we're talking wordpress right, right. a redirect could be a wordpress issue Right, so if you, it could be a WordPress issue. So, so don't just think that you've been hacked per se, or that you've done something shady. It could just be inexperienced with your with your WordPress account. Because, right. for example, let's say you've turned on um, uh, permalinks. Yeah. So you got your search engine friendly URLs, and you have yourdomain.com slash uh, I'm perfect, and right. then you decide to change it to yourdomain.com slash I am perfect. Right, right, right. Similar URL, yeah. similar target. Um, different URL, different though, URL, right? though, totally yeah. different URL. But if you don't have your WordPress settings correct, and then you go and create another page like yourdomain.com/slash I'm or I was, perfect. I was perfect. Yeah. Whatever, it will redirect to the previous post that had that name, and then you end up with a sneaky redirect that you didn't even know about. That's redirecting to a page that don't exist. It can be a problem. Yeah. So check your WordPress redirects. Um, make sure you're not. Spamming yourself or, or, or actually setting yourself up for a penalty without even knowing it. You check your 404s. Yeah. That's a great way to go look at the 404s and see if people, or your own site or people mm-hmm. who have linked to you at some time in the past, uh, are linking to pages that no longer exist. Yeah, if you have an increase in 404 pages, check the console. Good thing about these manual action penalties is that uh, all of them and the details of them could be found and will be found in Search Console. And so log in there and you can see how many 404s you have. And you have, for example, a spike in 404s to a certain page. Yeah, then the link to that page is probably broken yep. <laughs> and or being redirected or something like that. Go fix it. Last one. Five. Number five. We're talking five manual action penalties. Thin content. Ooh, yeah. Man, he look, he says Google wants to deliver a variety of quality options in the search results. If your site is full of shallow duplicate content, you could get a manual action penalty to keep your pages in low rank. Yep. Yep. He's right. Google doesn't want to display you if you have a whole bunch of dupe content or thin content or or content that's been jacked and spun from somewhere else or just not really relevant or doesn't have media, doesn't have images, doesn't have video, not providing any value. Who wants to see that content? Uh-uh. Google doesn't want to show it. I don't want to click it. Chris don't want to read it. Yeah. And so I don't want to bounce off. I don't of want it. to bounce. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to hurt your stats. Yeah. And so so just take the time to not publish that type of content because if you do. You'll probably get a penalty. Yeah. And, and that's just what it happens. My recommendation for you is, man, take the time and invest in content. Yeah. It, it just, it just has honest, to. We've never seen that penalty. We've never seen that manual penalty. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. You take the time to invest in content. Like, yeah. when we're writing content, content is so important. Um, our two newest new hires are content writers. Yes. Boom, both, boom. They're both degreed content writers. Our next one got a chance of being a content writer. just depends. But is content is that important. Yeah. I want to encourage you to write your own content. Stop jacking. Stop copying. Stop duplicating. Find what's relevant to your business, your industry. Put your personal spin on it and produce some quality content. Absolutely. Dude, punch in the face to you. Aaron Aguius. Five types of Google penalties and what you need to do to recover. A cool article, dude. I can dig it. All right. And we do know that we have some what news. So, yeah. What? New. Ooh, 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 ooh.
Yeah. <laughs> Yahoo. Painful. Yeah, that, that was painful. Like, this this one here, man. Yahoo. Is this what news? Blank stare. Whatever you want to call it, yeah. goes out to Yahoo. So Yahoo says one billion. Billion with yeah, the with B. With the B. B yeah. One billion user accounts were hacked. Yeah. Now they just got hacked. Yeah. According to the New York Times, Yahoo was already reeling from its September disclosure that 500 million user accounts were hacked in 2014. Well, it disclosed this past Wednesday that a different attack in 2013, year before that, comprised more than a billion accounts. The two attacks are the largest known security breaches in one company's computer network. The newly disclosed 2013 attack involves sensitive user information, including names, telephone numbers, dates of birth, encrypted passwords, unencrypted security questions that could be used to reset a password. Yahoo said it's forcing all its affected users to change their passwords. Yeah. If you have a Yahoo account, you should make just whatever you do. Make sure don't just change your Yahoo account so that it has a different password from the rest of them. Assume that they have your password from Yahoo. And if you've got any other accounts, a Google account, a bank account, or whatever, and it has the same password, change you need to go it. change it. Change, change them all. It. So Yahoo, like, come on, Yahoo. I know it's about time kicking the towel. I know y'all struggling. Verizon bought you. Verizon. That's kind of fall on y'all shoulders. I bet y'all ain't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> at the price y'all paid for Yahoo, well, y'all got it a lot cheaper than originally, but y'all got to do better than that. Absolutely. All right. So if uh, if you like this, this don't podcast, crash yet. We got yeah. like two more games before the fantasy football season is over with. I'm in second place, bro. I got oh, a yeah. bye week on this first week of the playoffs. I play again Sunday. All my people healthy. I've got Super Bowl in my eyesight. All right. So, yeah. Yahoo, just give me three more weeks and then y'all can finish crumbling. Boom. And let right. me export my trophies. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast, we're going to ask you, we know that you're probably watching it or listening to it on some device where you can do something. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask that you share the podcast with yeah. three people. If, if you're you watching live right now, go ahead and hit share. Tag your three favorite people who you know could benefit from this. Preferably business owners. Yep. Right? You're watching on Facebook or, me or, or, or on our website, then copy the link. Tweet it out to three people. Tag three random people on email. Twitter. Try yeah, something want, different. Usually email and share. Yeah, you want to email it? Yeah, email it. Drop the link in. Uh, you can copy us if you want to. Podcast at eWebResults.com. Uh, but appreciate it. That's very cool. All right. So if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Go ahead and call eWebResults for increased profit in your business. Our phone number is 713 713- Five nine two six seven two four. If you have a referral that's somebody who's interested in internet marketing, whether it be a website, social media, all the platforms on social yeah, media, email marketing, email marketing, any one of those management, things, management, custom website design, remarketing. That's always so sexy. Um, go ahead and send that referral to us. They pay their bill. We pay you. We have a referral program in place. We are doing the Guinness thing. I'm not going to talk much about it because by the time you listen to this... Yeah, we will have won. We will have earned a Guinness World Record, and that is for the most uh, TV-style interviews in a 24-hour period. Please remember we're filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77. 
092. The, yeah, the transcript, <laughs> transcript of you do that too. Yeah. A transcript, video, and audio of this podcast can be found at our website, eWebResults.com. Uh, you may have to dig a little bit, but you can find it there. No, you don't have to dig at all. Yeah. Go to eWebResults.com, click the SEO podcast link, it's in our main menu. Once you get there, you'll see the archives. Yeah. Scroll through them, look at you can see the tips, you can see old Algo Cat, you can watch the video. Yeah. You can read the transcript if right. I was maybe speaking too fast like yeah. take advantage all of that is there um, you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes we really appreciate you we're really happy about that you you right there I know you just logged on it's kind of late that's okay yep. appreciate it I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go sleep now because tomorrow at starting at noon I will be up for 24 hours and live uh, not necessarily on screen all the time, but I will be. This is going to be cool. I will be the person who is interviewed first and last on the 24-hour stream. That's cool, right? I can dig like, it. I'm I'm the bookmarks for uh, the Guinness World Record, so that's that'll be cool. The rest of the time, I'll be coordinating and networking and getting tired and drinking coffee. So, uh, until the next podcast, <laughs> when I will be well rested. Uh, my name is Chris Burr. Charles Lewis. Bye bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely, headed my way Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl Pining, shining, needing some play Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so She's gonna set me free In my daydream She's my fantasy If I find her I'll die happily Alright, balance check, balance check Three, five, two Uh SEO Podcast 352, the next episode is what we finna do. Today we talking about five Google penalties. I'm feeling good today. Can you see the energy? Uh, it's CL, it's CB, it's YouTube and Facebook Live. We on TV every week. You've seen nothing new, no repeats. Conquering the internet, page one defeat. Guinness Book, here we come. E-Web and Vids Inc., 24 hours, most interviews on TV. <laughs> Boom! Oh, hey. Ewe results. Boom. SEO Podcast 352. 24 Let's hours. Go. Boom.